the Kings are your champions. Welcome to the crossover. Thanks to the Sydney Kings. Grab your Sydney Kings tickets today at Ticketek. Yeah, it is the crossover. It's all thanks to the Sydney Kings. Don't worry, it's all thanks to the Sydney Flames as well. All part of Hoops Capital that are doing so many good things. So the Kings bounce back with a great win. I tell you what, the Flames are absolutely flying. They've won four straight. They're currently 11-8. and eight. They're fourth on the ladder. One of their star players, I'm happy to say, Diddy Richards, is our special guest on the crossover this afternoon. She's on the line. G'day, Diddy. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm really well. More to the point, Diddy. How how you what can you explain? You've got this huge break from playing basketball. What's going on there? Fever break. It's a break well needed, I would like to say as well. <laughs> but basically our wonderful captains, Kayla and Tess, are going to Brazil to help the Opals qualify for, you know, the Olympics and then our head coach Guy is the head coach for the New Zealand national team. So they're in China and so hoping to qualify as well. But yeah, we don't have another game till the 18th, which I hope everybody's coming to, by the way, because we're playing Lauren Jackson and that's her, her farewell or big game for her. So I hope everybody's coming February 18th for that, but not to just promote everything at one time. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get to some of that, but you've done it very well, Diddy. So you're an absolute pro at this. So um, well done on that. Hey, can I ask you're, well, uh, a lot younger than Lauren Jackson. Let's, let's put it that way. So she's, she's not in your generation. Were you aware of, of Lauren as a, as a basketball, we're very proud of her here. And she's, she's clearly the greatest basketballer, female basketballer, probably basketballer full stop that we've ever produced as a, as a young basketball fan and player in the U S were you aware of Lauren Jackson? Honestly, I, I I feel like I knew um, of someone, I mean, I think I knew of her because of, I think she was, had to medically basically retire because she could have kept playing, but the injuries, you know, held her from playing but I knew of her a little bit and I knew she retired before I even got drafted so I got drafted in 2021 and so for her to come out of retirement was just like super humbling to even see her and be able to guard her on the court like I was just really honored to kind of just be in the presence of that honestly and I think you know she's a great player she's hard to guard so it was cool to um I don't know like to do that and give back I feel like that's just a huge thing to I don't know, be a witness to it. And yeah. cause that's, it's, she's like you said, we're not, she's a little bit older than me. <laughs> so it's just, if I'm able to play for that long and at that age, like, wow, it would be super cool. So like to see that and witness that was just a super special moment for me. Uh, hey, um, how did basketball become a part of your life? Did he, when did, when did you start playing? I started playing when I was like 12, maybe 11 uh. and it's because my dad was tired of me sitting in the house reading books. I'm like a reader, a big time reader. And like, I would finish my homework. Get, we would, Back in the day, we would get all of our homework on a Monday and have to turn it on Friday. Yep. And I would just finish it all on Monday. And so my dad was like, what are you doing? Do you have homework? I'm like, I don't. You've been reading the same book. And I'm like, well, I don't have anything else to do. So my younger brother, he plays football. So I tried football and I would get hit and then it, my mom hated it. So then I tried gymnastics. My dad was super bored with watching it. So he took me out of it. And also I think I would have outgrown the bars really quickly. And so he took me out and put me in basketball and I sucked. I was so bad at it and I hated it. And I just wanted to go home and read my book. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you're a dream. If I, I've got 11 year olds too, by the way, they're not, 
finishing their homework on Monday when it's due on Friday, just to let you know too. So uh, your mum and dad were very, very fortunate. At what point, so you had a, for those people who are listening, you had a, a distinguished career at Baylor, which is one of the big basketball schools over there in the college system, the Lady Bears. How's this, listeners? Diddy was named the WBCA, so this is the, the best players in college, defensive player of the year, which is just extraordinary. So so when did being an elite basketball player start being a thing for you, Diddy? Um, I want to say it was probably high school. I think I was like, oh, wow, I might be kind of good at this. Like I, I had got my first offer, which is Baylor. I got it in seventh grade, and I was like, wow, like oh. I'm in middle school, and I got an offer from – a college, I might be kind of good at this. And then <laughs> that's when I got um, all the other schools. I kind of got UConn, South Carolina, Notre Dame, all my freshman year of high school. And I was like, Dad, like, you're not going to have to pay for my college. Like, I can go get a free education. And he's like, wow, like, we didn't see this happening. So I think it kind of hit me around high school that I was, I was pretty decent. And then I got to Baylor and, you know, I got to play under Kim Mulkey, who – could really polish my game and make me into kind of the player I am and so it definitely started in high school <laughs> yeah yeah well why why defense is what you know some players lend themselves to to one side of the ball why is defense your greatest strength did he or, or is it your greatest strength yeah I think my dad his he taught me at a really really young age like when I first started playing basketball he was like if you can play defense your coach will never take you off the court. And yeah. so I would have to guard him. And my dad's like a six four big guy. And so he would be bumping me, running me over. Like, you have to beat me to the spot. Beat me here. Like, I vividly remember cones being outside, like, an elementary parking lot. Like, there's not even a basketball goal. It was just we would be in the parking lot just doing defensive spies for hours. So I think it was definitely instilled in me at a very young age. And then I so happened to go to Baylor where Kim Mulkey is known to be a defensive coach. She prides her hat in her coaching career on defensive points per possession. So I think I kind of just kind of fell and walked into a situation where I was always going to be asked to play defense. And now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, other side of the world. Uh, before that, you're uh, WNBA playing with uh, New York. What was that situation like going through the draft and, and, and you're from Texas and Baylor's in Texas. And then you went to the city that never sleeps. How was that? It was actually such a cultural shock. Like, I was so used to being so close to home. I purposely went to Baylor because I knew that I couldn't be far away from the house. I'm, like, a really family girl, and I love my younger brother. So I tried to stay home, and it was, what, two hours drive, Baylor and um, my house. So it was really cool. And then I ended up getting drafted to New York across the country. Yeah. And it was just crazy, like. I could barely see my mom, barely see my dad. I'm on FaceTime like, mom, please get a flight. Like, come out here, please. But it was always harder because the time I got drafted was the year after COVID. So it was just a lot more that went into that. And so I kind of didn't see them for like probably that entire year. And then it was that. And then on top of that, I'm in the city of New York where like everybody's walking, everybody's honking, the food's different. There's not none, no Mexican food. I'm a Mexican (laughs) foodie. So I'm sitting here like, Mom, I hate it here. Like, it's so fast here. Like, the honking goes on from, like, midnight to, like, 4 a.m. Like, it's crazy. So 
I don't know. I definitely hated it, but it turned out to be like a really good thing for me. I really enjoyed it. And I, now it's like a second place. It's like a second home for me. Yeah. Ah, fantastic. So I'm married to an American. She's from Los Angeles, right? So um, I know what it's like for to get Americans on a plane to come to Australia. It's like they <laughs> they think flying from LA to New York is a massive flight. And, you know, that it is. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had family members come down and visit you in Australia yet, Diddy? Yes, my mom came for Christmas. She came for two Oh, weeks. fantastic. Fantastic. When she got off the plane, <laughs> give me the first thing she said. 15 hours on a plane. That's that's tough. No, and she had the direct flight, the one from Houston to Sydney. So oh, she yeah. was like, I'll never, I'll never do that again. Like, I at least want to stop somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But she literally got off the flight, and she wanted to go to sleep. I'm like, Mom, no, you have to stay up. You have to get used to the sleep schedule. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right. Well, um, we know that that can be challenging. I'll tell you what, we've got to get ourselves to a break, Diddy, but uh, I want to ask you about your time here with the Flames. Um, things are picking up. It's it's a really exciting time for, for Hoops Capital. So uh, stick with us. You're listening to The Crossover. Our special guest today is Diddy Richards. We're doing it all thanks to Hoops Capital. And just to let you know, uh, these games are, are selling out fast. So the Flames have had to move their game against the Southside Flyers. That's Lauren Jackson to Kudos Bank Arena. So make sure you get into that one February 18. Go to ticketech.com.au and there's a couple of remaining games for the Sydney Kings who are in that fight for the play-in tournament. So again, go to ticketech.com.au. The first one is February 11 uh, against the arch rivals, the Illawarra Hawks, uh, tip-off at 4pm. That'll be covered on SEN. All right, let's break, and then we're back with more of our special guest, Diddy Richards. Welcome back to The Crossover. Our special guest today, one of the stars of the WNBA, one of the stars of the WNBA, I'm talking about Diddy Richards, who is on the line. Hey, Diddy, living in Australia, you mentioned New York City. How would you go with, with Sydney, Australia? Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much because this is also my first time playing overseas. So I didn't know what to expect, what to get myself into. I was just excited that everybody spoke English and, like, I could read everything on the menu. <laughs> all I care about is food and communication. So I was cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, food and communication. We got that down pat here in old Sydney town. <laughs> uh, talking about communication, Coach Guy Malloy, you mentioned him a little bit earlier. How have you gone there? It, Everyone I spoke to, all of your teammates were talking about the fact that, hey, so many new players, it was going to take time. It feels like that the time has come and you guys are playing some really nice basketball. No, yeah, I agree. And it definitely was growing pains at the beginning, but it's cool to see the potential kind of like grow and come together at this time, especially what a perfect time. But I'm telling you, it's it's Guy and it's the way he sets us up to be successful and the way he compliments all of our games because we have to, we all have such different games and I think that's the beauty behind basketball is everybody plays it so differently yet learns the same thing so it's cool how he compliments us all together and puts us together in positions to score and so I'm just super grateful to have the opportunity and how God placed me in a situation to even be with a coach like Guy like he's a very detail-oriented coach a very good coach when it comes to player development and He's, I don't know, it's just cool to see how his brain sees the game. And I can. it's just a different perspective, and I've been really grateful to kind of learn from him this, these last six months, I guess. Yeah. Fourth on the ladder, as mentioned, but four straight victories. Do you feel like when you play your best, Diddy, that you, you can be 
the premiership winners of the WNBL this year? Absolutely. And if any team says, if any player says no, they're not a competitor. So yeah. <laughs> I think you could ask me if, when we were playing bad, I was going to tell you, yes, we can win this thing. But I really believe that our team is, we have a lot of pieces and a lot of great pieces that can get going on any given night. So I really am taking my odds with my team night in and day out, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um, who's your crew? Um, when you when you got a bit of downtime, who, who are you hanging out with, Diddy? I'm normally with Paige Bradley, and um, who who also is from Houston, might yeah. I add. Oh. But I'm normally with Bradley, and I'm, we're normally with Sam Timmons from the Sydney Kings and his girlfriend. So that's who we're – we spend probably – every single second with them. <laughs> yeah, right. We had Sam as a special guest in the studio here. Uh, he's a centre, so he's massive, but a really nice guy. Um, and, and I think he's got a little bit of court time uh, this year. Hey, do you enjoy the double headers? There's, there's, uh, I've been to a couple of double headers there where the Flames are playing. Do you, you enjoy that at Kudos Bank Arena? I do, actually. I love the double headers. Like, who wouldn't want a good two-for-one special? And, like, don't let it be two wins. Like, it definitely is calling for a night out afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have got this city sorted. I don't think there's there's any doubt about that. Righto, you've got a lot of time off. You mentioned the FIBA weekend and, and the qualifying and all that. If you did have a bit of time, a bit of downtime, what are you doing in, in old Sydney town? Well, my birthday's next Thursday, so oh, I'm definitely – Thank you. I'm de- I spend a lot of time at the beach and I plan on doing that. But like, I just love the being in the city and walking around. I fell in love with Newtown recently and the shopping, the thrift store shopping in Newtown and the different um, dessert places out there. I'm a definite like bakery kind of girl. Right. And acai bowl. So I don't know. Newtown has been where I want to go back to within these next couple of weeks. I keep whispering it to Paige like, cause I don't drive out here. She normally is the one that drives me everywhere. So I'm like, are we going to Newtown anytime? <laughs> like, when are we going back to Newtown? Why don't you drive? Eh? It's the whole other side of the road thing. Yeah, it really is. It's something I can't get around yet. Like, it's, it's, I can go from like our apartment to like roads. That's a close drive. It's down the street, like the <laughs> mall right there. I go get my nails done and then I come back home. I can do that drive. But, any other drive, once he hits that 15, 20 minute plus, like, mm-mm, it's not giving. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, I also love the fact, Diddy, that you're away from basketball. You, you're looking at things that, you know, most people your age and athletes your age aren't doing. You're part of the three on three podcast, which is a hugely <laughs> popular podcast. How'd you get into that? You know, my agent is like pretty awesome. Her name's Gina, and she sets me up to be in situations like that. Like, she she believes in me more than I even know that I can do. And she's like, I want, you can do a podcast or you can do this or you can do that. And I'm like, you think so? She's like, absolutely. I'm going to set it up. So once she put me in that situation and once I did the first like um, chemistry test, I enjoyed it. Like I loved it so much. It's just, it's a different thing, a different compared to like interviews. Like I thought it was going to be more interview based or more like, statistically based where like I did commentating and it was like stats on stats on stats a lot of like research and everything and I was like I don't know how I like about like this like I'm not in a situation where I can like spend a lot of time studying so that's why podcast was really good for me like doing a podcast I could just talk 
you know, excuse my language, talk shit and do what I want to do. So <laughs> I really enjoyed that part of the podcast. So I'm really enjoying the three on three podcast. Yeah, uh, very good. Most people listening to this program are used to hearing a lot of shit, mostly from me. So um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure they've enjoyed what you've had to uh, contribute today. Hey, Diddy, we're out of time. I can't believe it. But um, so great to talk to you. Thank you very much for your time this afternoon. And we wish you all the very best, mostly for your birthday next Thursday, but also for the remainder of the season with the Sydney Flames. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I hope to see you February 18th at Kudos. Oh, nice sell. That's right. Kudos Bank Arena for the <laughs> Southside Flyers. Um, that's right. Lauren Jackson's last game. And it's a, a tribute from the Flames. Check out those tickets uh, on tickertech.com.au. That'll be February 18 with the Southside Flyers. Go and see the great Dee Richards in action. All right, we've got to get ourselves to a break and then we're wrapping up the program.